folks. XQ quality, better than HQ, but no one knows what the X stands for, except for extremely good. <clears throat> Here we go. This is episode 225 of Channel Massive. Yep. It's halfway to 550. Oh, wait. That's not <laughs> oh right. <my> 450. <laughs> Nothing like starting First out. of all, <laughs> don't even suggest an episode that far in the future. <laughs> also, it's always good to start out with a simple math there to establish credibility for your listener base. We're really smart. <laughs> we are smart. We work in IT. I promise. Yeah. It will get progressively worse as the podcast continues, <laughs> so prepare yourselves. And this is the first time probably in like two or three months that we've recorded in person. Yeah, and that's <laughs> why it's a... So to, to tell you how it's going, I have my back turned to Noah. <laughs> it's kind of like we're on a bus. Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah, it's like we're on a bus. Mark and, is sitting uh, on the bus, I'm, for a few I, chairs I in front of me. bus driver, and he would be... <laughs> Surly, unruly child in the back, throwing the paper airplane into my hair repeatedly. So soon we'll have to stop the bus and threaten to kick him off. But yeah, that's kind of what we're doing. It's an acoustics issue. We were just having too much crosstalk across our yeah. microphones. So and I know I don't want to clean out echoes and reverbs. There's probably going to be in that in the show anyways. Yeah. We apologize for that in advance. We, we do because we spare no expense around here. <laughs> these microphones each cost a whopping forty dollars each. And they're, the revolutionary noise canceling technology from six years ago when we purchased them is just not quite up to snuff tonight. So, yeah, but I can't believe it. These are the same headsets we've been using since we first started the show. Yeah, it's a, it's really, and you can like, tell probably. Yeah, they are Plantronics. <laughs> I don't remember what version they are. They're, it's probably written on the side, but I can't take. They're it no off longer available. Yeah, I wanted to get a new one and I couldn't. They don't make them anymore. Yeah. They were discontinued when we bought them, though. So yeah, we were. Well, it was a you know yard sale, but <laughs> <laughs> we do what we can. Nothing but the best for this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> get me a gosh darn new computer for that. <laughs> so, this is an exciting episode. This is an exciting month for us at Channel Massive. It is a month of transition and Steam sales. Yes, that's right. That's right. Because the end of the year Steam sale is coming up, and they just had one over Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, they had the um, you know they had the Black Friday, the Cyber Monday, the Thanksgiving. They figured out a way to sell everything on Steam at a compelling enough price that I, I think I spent like a total of sixty-seven dollars, but got like eight games out of it or something. It was in, oh, it was that's insane. The, that's the best. And none of them were bundled. They were all individually purchased. So that was wow. the craziest part of it, right? I'm kind of surprised because you are a bundle aficionado. I'm a bundle bundleer. <laughs> you know what this <laughs> listeners? I just <laughs> that's so weird because I'm talking to the back of Mark's head. <laughs> hey. I feel like I'm watching an episode of A Current Affair or something like that, and there's somebody in, in shadow because they want to keep their identity <laughs> talk, anonymous. I, I went through the... <laughs> uh, Just show is... us where he touched you on the doll. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the doll above your head. 
so I can see it and then show me where you were touched. He touched me here, okay? It's he just used the Cylon that I gave him last year as a Christmas gift. Yeah, I just I just pointed out where I was abused with the uh, two-inch tall action figure, so... It was, you know, it was the elbow area, in case you're yeah. curious. So yeah, listeners, um, this is not going to be a very focused episode. No, we're going to have to bring it back down. Yeah, we expect this to be short, so if you're already annoyed with us, or there's like massive echo There's going just on, not much left. Just to t- stay with us. <laughs> it's not going to be a long show. We're, yeah. we're, we we have our special announcement, which I teased on my Twitter, which is twitter.com slash thisisnoah. You should follow me so that you can get the occasional Channel Massive Crumb update <laughs> where I announce, hey, guess what, guys? There's no episode this week because, <laughs> hey, Thanksgiving was last week. Yeah. But we have a special announcement that we're going to make in this episode concerning yep. Channel Massive, the future of Channel Massive. Right. We're going to have Jason cremated. <laughs> Alive. <laughs> Jason doesn't listen anymore. We can say these things. Yeah. He's alive. It's true. It will be painful. But we'll have. <laughs> this is one of our worst episodes ever, but at least we think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, you know. We'll, we'll, it's good because we'll have like a. We'll have a. You know, a really um, tasteful souvenir. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hopefully we don't mention this on our resumes if we ever apply at another job or something. I'm editing out of LinkedIn now. (laughs) So maybe we should continue on. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So we have our special announcement. And then we were really excited to get a couple emails from two of our favorite listeners. Yeah. Which we'll we'll get into, and then we're gonna just just talk about what we're playing, and we're gonna end it there. We're not gonna bore you with any type of stale news or anything. And in fact, in 2013, starting in January, we're gonna be something doing something totally different. We're not gonna be doing roundtables. We're not gonna be doing news. I'm not gonna be doing much. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The show is over, folks. Yeah. This is a, this is how we gently tell you the bad news. <laughs> <laughs> this is the future of Channel Massive. Yeah. The end. <laughs> yeah. Good night. And no, what actually, did you do? <laughs> we have something really cool planned where we are going to embark on an epic journey from one continent to the next of online games. We are going to actually start playing MMOs again and co-op games. And we are going to have... How would you say, Mark? Compartmentalized... <laughs> Compartmentalized, yeah. We're going to have two uh, tours, vacations, uh, time segments with with certain games. So the idea is we're going to spend eight weeks or maybe four weeks in a specific game. And we're going to probably play a lot of free-to-play MMOs. We're going to get back to our roots yep. of what Channel Massive started as. Even games that only have segments that are free-to-play, we're going to start out in the free-to-play segment, and we're going to commit to it for two months or yeah, two months worth of episodes. So you'll still have a weekly episode, but the focus is going to be on our hilarious hijinks and incredible facepalm moments and total yeah. failures and triumphant mounts, yeah. <laughs> mount acquisitions and power acquisitions. We're going to tell you our stories as we play 
eight weeks of World of Warcraft, for instance, or Lord of the Rings Online, it's, or Dungeons and Dragons Online, or Champions, or even other stuff. It's like our tribute to VH1 storytellers, except <laughs> we're not famous recording artists, so no. it should be awesome. <laughs> In our own minds, we are. Well, yeah, that's right. So the the intention is, we're going to have a weekly playtime that's going to pretty much be the same every single week, and you can join us. During those playtimes, we'll let you know what our character names are, what servers we're on, what type of character classes we're playing, and every week, right now it looks like we'll probably play on Mondays for at least two hours, and then we'll record a show on Wednesday that basically recounts the hijinks and misadventures and cool things that we did during that time. So if you're with us, you'll be part of that episode indirectly in the least, right. I assume. And then what we hope to do is we hope to like record some audio while we're playing so maybe we can intertwine some audio outtakes from our actual playtime into the episode and then these episodes will post on Mondays so Mondays will be our game will be the day that we post the episode for the previous week and it'll also be Monday evenings will be when we're playing our specific game and then we'll record a show on Wednesday and then we'll do lots of editing magic mm-hmm. and post the fruits of that labor on the subsequent Monday. That's where we pitch shift Noah up about two octaves. <laughs> yeah, because I need it. Right, right. <laughs> Otherwise, you know. Well, because I'm going to be playing female characters relentlessly. Right. Sure. <laughs> it would just not be appropriate any other way. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to play the part. Right. Really. So we're really excited about getting into just doing something that's not going to feel like hey we're we're talking about a news story that happened last week or just feel like we get into monotonous stuff we want it to be really lively and entertaining and something that you can join us with whether you're actually on the show or you're just playing with us in the game and by focusing on games primarily that are free to play we're hoping that you can easily join us if you want to or you can just hear the tales of our adventures yeah, I as think we go from one game to the next. I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be really fun <clears> to, to do it, and and hopefully we'll get some people involved um, that will. You know, yeah, hear we're about definitely going to still have co-hosts here and there. Uh, we'll aim to have people join us during our play sessions, potentially that will be a co-host, and then actually have that person on the show as well. So we're not giving that up. There's still going to be plenty of Mark and I, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, that is inescapable. (laughs) Do not worry your little heads. We will be here. And since this is like a a big change, we want to get ready and make sure that we're we're prepared for it and we've got the holidays going on. We're not going to start until January. We'll begin our chrysalis mode. (laughs) (laughs) We'll still be recording in December and reminding you of the upcoming change. The change! Yes, we're gobbling down lots and lots of food right now. (laughs) (laughs) Preparing. Of course, Noah's going to look like Kogma no matter what happens. (laughs) Exactly. And that's and that's it. I'm glad that you bring that up. In case you're dreading, if you hate League of Legends, that we're going to be talking about League of Legends at any of these times, we're probably not yeah. going to. We're going to focus on games that have worlds to them, that have lore, story, character development, role playing elements. So it's really going to be RPG and MMO focused. That is correct. But we're also not going to be like. And then I went and I did this quest. <laughs> I was. <laughs> let me let me find pragmatic voice and channel it here. I went down the stairs. <laughs> After that, there was a skeleton. 
<laughs> Quickly, <laughs> I selected my sword. Yeah, okay, we won't be doing it quite like that. It'll be, no. There'll be a little bit of inflection at the beginning and end of the word sword. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely going to try to make sure that it's as interesting as possible. Yeah. And hopefully you can join uh, join us and make it just as crazy, too. Yeah, that'd be really... Imagine the, the excitement as you listen to us <laughs> using colorful adjectives around your in-game name, like noob and dipshit. It should be... <laughs> It will be wonderful and fun-filled for all. <laughs> We're going to make lifelong friendships. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Noob. Might even have a romantic connection. With yeah, you never know. We might let <laughs> we might let old Jim come back on the show and. <laughs> And we're also, we don't want it to get stale, and we don't want it to be open, and we're, we're like, we're going to play World of Warcraft, and who knows when we're going to stop. An hour yeah. more, we're going to stop. So that's why we're going to discreetly commit to, right up front, we're only going to play this game for four weeks, or we're only going to play this game for eight weeks. If it's an MMO, we're going to try to play it for eight weeks, no matter how much I'm kicking and screaming about it, because as some of you may know, I'm not the world's biggest MMO fan. Um, but I'm going to commit to that shit for at least eight weeks. I was going to say, ironically, this was Noah's idea. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like (laughs) self-flagellation. That's right. He's a penitent. Yeah. He's got his his flail. Yeah. Enough of that mental imagery. We have, like, a huge list of games. That's what's really exciting about this new idea, is that there are so many games that we could play for this. And... We'll just at least say for now, we can tell you what game is going to be our first journey and our sixth season of Channel Massive, so to speak, if this is going to be our sixth year of recording and a whole new format. Yes. The first journey that we will embark on will be back to Azeroth, where it all began for Channel Massive. I I think that's really appropriate, too. And there's been so much change, and I have talked so much crap about Pandaria and being a panda monk that... uh, (laughs) It seems only fitting. Yeah, so in a lot of these cases, we're probably going to start from scratch. There may be some games that we pick where we have an existing high-level character that hasn't been banned, Mark. (laughs) (coughs) It wasn't me gold farming. (laughs) That's true. Not exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But in general, we feel like if we start from scratch, that'll be easy for people to join us as well. Yeah, but there may be some times where we start from scratch. But in this case, for World of Warcraft, we are going to roll new characters, and I'm going to see if I can remember after three or four years if I even know how to play this damn game anymore. Yeah, but we'll let you know more details in the coming weeks as to what server we're going to be on. Are we going to be playing Horde or Alliance? What race are we going to be? What class are we going to be? So you can get excited, and maybe you can join us in yeah. the first gameplay session, which will be in January. So the next three or four weeks of December. The night, well, the rest of December, it's going to be just some simple Channel Massive classic episodes. Maybe a roundtable here or there. We'll tell you what we're playing. And then... We're going to re-air episode 50 for all of those of yeah. you who are <laughs> just dying to hear it again. And then the first week of January, which maybe we may be starting... Yeah. The, yeah, January 7th or New Year's Eve. I don't know how that's going to work out. <laughs> the day after. <laughs> yeah. God, bring me my Shit, bucket. I'm drunk. I don't know what the controls of this. Uh, this is complicated. <laughs> I've got a headache. Why uh, did I fucking agree to this shit? <laughs> Why is the floor hitting me in the head? <laughs> yeah, that could be bad. Maybe we should wait till the third. Might be more conservative. Yeah. But that week we will begin. Yeah. I think... So look forward to that. That's going to be our new adventures. And we hope that you'll be excited about it. And maybe you'll have some suggestions. 
as experienced and seasoned MMO players, I'm sure there's many still in our listener base that they can tell us things to try for. Yeah. That may be humorous or things to avoid <laughs> to to make things less painful for us. Or maybe you just want it to be painful for just us. Just the, the Blood Elf Warlock quest for the second summoned creature. Yes. <laughs> it's just that little blue dotted area. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to it, though. Yeah, I am, I'm, I'm really freaking psyched about it. So, listeners, if you have any words of encouragement, discouragement, abandonment, or <laughs> re acclamation to us, send those to mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmaster.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash thisisnoah. We have a Channel Massive account, which we may resurrect in yeah. January. We'll see if we can pull that off. But in the meantime, let's get into some awesome emails that we did actually get this last week. We certainly did. <clears throat> Agamemnon writes in, Hey, just listening in on 223. It was interesting listening to your Pathfinder stories. I'm actually playing a dwarf in my second edition game, Rorin, son of Gorin Doombringer. I have a magical axe that does a plus or minus one to hit and damage if I roll a 20. And since I'm a level one... It still also does a negative to me if I roll a 1. That does sound dangerous. Believe me, I've rolled a 1, and it sucked big time doing damage to myself. I've been having a lot of fun with it. So much so, I wrote up my uh, complete backstory for my character, and will include it attached for you, Jest. Over. He's had a rough life so far, but having a lot of fun adventuring every Friday night. In other news, I started NaNoWriMo really strong but ran into a huge effort block and am stuck at 15,000 words with only three days left to win. My time cop story is there in my head. I just haven't had time to write it with having uh, the duty at work this month on call after hours. Ugh. Fighting for a laptop time with my daughter and my weekly D&D games. I will try to finish it off though or at least as much as possible given the time. That's it for now. Trying to keep it short. I got writing to do. R. Well, that's cool. Regards, Agamemnon. Or Roran if it's Friday night. And he also mentioned to us, um, I know you guys are both tabletop RPGers. Well, I'm a um, closeted one. Um, um, and MMO gamers, so I figured it would be right up your news alley. And that was when he included the uh, Pathfinder Kickstarter project, which I so uh, eloquent... Elo- well, how would you say? Totally screwed up and didn't attach it in the email to reference? Isn't, isn't that what he... Am, am I totally wrong? Uh, le, yeah. I, I think that's what he Yeah, saying, it was yeah. the Pathfinder Kickstarter thing, but when I copied yeah. it over, it didn't come through. But anyway, um, I also noted that they only have nine people working on the MMO right now. So it sounds like we're not going to see it for uh, quite some time. So yeah, that's the uh, the Kickstarter project for Pathfinder, a Pathfinder-based MMO, which looked... I don't know, it looked pretty cool. Did you did you look at yeah, any of that? Yeah, I did. I, I watched the video and I watched the... Like the technical tech test? demo, yeah. Yeah, I was concept. like the early part of the tech demo <clears throat> looked kind of you know what you'd expect, but then like they showed some play inside a dungeon and that it was looked, cool. It looked really good. I'm kind of some amazed. Some good animations for the little imp creatures or goblins. Yeah, yeah. I <clears throat> I definitely hope that it's successful. It's kind of weird. I, I have mixed feelings about a project that comes to the Kickstarter well more than once. <laughs> I, I feel like a lot. I mean, they they were upfront about what they were going to do the first time. This is just a technology proof of concept <clears throat> demo, but yeah, I, this is this is the real deal. And their stretch goals include that basically, if they get 
over a certain chunk of money, they'll accelerate the delivery date. That's really cool. Which yeah. I assume that means that they'll be able to hire more people. Yeah. So they can get stuff done faster. But yeah, it's not until 2016 at the existing, if they meet their goal. God. I know. Which is a ways a lot, out. A lot of people are really bummed because those 3D goggles have been pushed back for a later. Oh, yeah, the Oculus date. Rift stuff. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's because they had just such a crazy... I guess they're saying their story is that they had such a crazy response that they had to go to uh, not 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 a handcrafted, but like a assembly line almost based um, production method for it, which took a lot more time. So, wow. crazy. And I wanted to say, Agamemnon, that it was super cool for you to share your Pathfinder story with us. When I saw that roaring if it's Friday night it reminded me of the old Janet Jackson song it's Janet <laughs> Miss Jackson Janet, if you're, you're nasty, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and just to provide a tantalizing tease to our listeners if people are interested in Agamemnon's backstory I'll just read you the opening paragraph of his character backstory for Roaring Doombringer Roaring Doombringer is the second son of Goran Doombringer known as the hero of Galalant uh, did he make up that word himself? I, I believe so. Galilonode? Maybe it's for Outpost? Galilonode? His father was not a noble, but was an apt leader and strategist, and second in command of the battle rangers, and fought on the front lines during the battle in which a substantial force of orcs, goblins, and hobgoblins, led by a small contingent of dark elves, descended upon the outpost. The dark elves had set the orcs and others upon the outpost in an attempt at removing the dwarves from the dark elf claimed tunnels which the dwarves had taken upon themselves to expand into and then he gets into some detailed descriptions of the ballad the battle of galilinode <laughs> i am so not good and it's funny how everybody's name rhymes with Roran. there's there's gorn who's the father and oh, jorn yeah. who's the brother and wow he really is good at making up some names morbecordal King of Morbacorum. Galanonud. I like it. I yeah. I, and he's got this cool like character. Yeah, I was gonna the say top. the the portrait is awesome. It's like such a great dwarf picture. Yeah, it's iconic. Yeah, I like the axe with blood on it and the in the mug of ale. That's awesome, man. Really yeah. cool. Thanks for so much for sharing that. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, you want to read the next one since I've got lost in my notes again? Yeah, I can certainly do that. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> so our next email is from Military Scott, who said, Hey, what's up, fellas? I just wanted to drop a note and let you all know that I'm still listening every week. Thank you, Military Scott. <laughs> it's good to Thank hear. Thank you very much. Because our episodes in the last few weeks, yeah, not, not our best. <laughs> so I'm glad to hear that, that you're still keeping the faith, Military Scott. He continues, I also thought I'd pass a couple of delicious nuggets of information on to you and whoever else wants to listen. First thing is, if you haven't played Chivalry yet, get it and let me know. It is one of the funniest games I've played in a long time. I play it when I have maybe 15 minutes to spare. Jump in, stab faces, and jump out all while holding a smile on your face. The second thing is Planet Side 2. This game is a blast. Everyone makes characters on the server Connery and friend me. The name is Slain, S-L-A-Y-N-N. Jump in, shoot people in the face, and continue to do so until you realize you've been playing for hours, dinner's burnt, the dog's pissed on the carpet, and your wife left you. Then jump out with a smile on your face. Get some! Military <laughs> Scott. Oh, and then he also adds, I forgot to mention, join the Terran Republic on the Connery server for Planet Side 2, which is a free-to-play first-person shooter MMO that just launched, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, 
I, I have downloaded it, but I have not yet logged in. Yeah, I think Military Scott recognizes that you and I appreciate games that are just some fun, get in there, kill some people action, as we get from our League of Legends time. Oh, yeah. And I definitely jumped on, there was a Steam sale for uh, Chivalry, so I was interested in it, and I'd seen videos of it during during the, you know, like, as they were working on it, so I, I always had it in my, the back of my mind to get it, but I was shocked that it had been released and I didn't know about it. Yeah. And so when you mentioned that, I, I downloaded it. What's really funny is um, I, I started playing it, then I had something come up, and I left my computer, and I was like, I can't remember what the deal was, if I had tried it in the early morning or something, but anyway, it was like 13 hours later, I came back to it, and then closed it, still having not done much with it, and it, so it showed on Raptor that I'd been playing the game for 13 hours solid, <laughs> and and so I was like dedicated or whatever, you know, rank they give you for playing that long, and so then I had a, like I had a um, instant message from Military Scott saying, hey man, what'd you think of it? <laughs> but then he had signed out, but it was like, well, <laughs> I think that title screen is really cool. I like it a lot. I've watched it for 13 <laughs> hours solid and just can't wait to get more. <laughs> it's mesmerizing. It's just so mesmerizing, but yeah, I did get to play it a little bit and realize that there are very different skill levels in that game. Some when, I, when you first go through the tutorial and then you start playing it, you're like, this should be simple, and then you run up to your first opponent who's a real human and they've been playing for a while and the next thing you know they're behind you and they've killed you and you see the world spin around because you've been decapitated and it's like wow this is pretty intense so what what is it is it a first per- i haven't seen anything about the game so yeah I'm it's sure like some listeners have it's Can like you describe it yeah it's like a first person shooter except with weaponry um most of them are melee and, and you there's different kind of classes kind of like in um uh team fortress 2 um, but most of them are, they're all some kind of melee class except for the archers. And, um, there's one archer class and then there's like a knight, like kind of an infantryman type guy, a guy with a, a sword and a shield and lighter armor. I can't remember what they're all called because I haven't played that much yet, but, um, you choose which of those five, I guess there are, or six you want to be, and then you rush in to combat. And it's interesting, um, there's different you know, goals. Um, the one that I keep getting on is where I'm uh, trying to kill all the peasants in the town I can, and the other team is trying to defend their peasants. And so you, you, you know, you start out at this spawning location, and the scenery is beautiful. Like, the way they rendered the cities and everything, it's really well done. Um, but anyway, you're, you're trying to hunt down and kill the peasants and avoid their, um, their army of five people, I guess, or whatever's on a team, five or six or seven. Um, and, uh, it's really a blast, but like I say, there's a big skill level difference. So I was kind of discouraged and thought I'm going to need to practice a lot more before I try some take somebody on melee. So I chose an archer, and um, I had one interesting situation where I was still trying to figure out how the archer works. And I, had, you know, you can you like pull the arrow back and you can hold it for a while, and then you can kind of do a little bit of a zoom in like you do with a lot of sniper classes, but not much. Um, but then after you hold it for a while, your I guess your arm gets tired or something, and you un you kind of unknock the arrow from the bow and then you have to do it again and so I had just gotten that in the right position and this guy stuck his head out from behind a uh, like a cart right where I had the, the targeting reticle was just right there it couldn't have been better and so I let go and I got him and I was like utterly shocked um, but it didn't <laughs> well it, it, the crazy part was there was an arrow through his head and he was still like walking around um, so like they don't I don't know that they've got the headshot as, as critical as it should be yet 
Um, but it was really cool. I mean, I really like the way the game works, and I, I think it's just going to get better and better. But, um, again, there's quite a skill level for that melee stuff. So, fun game. That sounds pretty cool. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. it's it, it was on sale on Steam, and I'm sure it will be again soon. So Yeah, definitely with the end of the year. Yeah. And that's... Oh, I'm sorry. Getting back just briefly to our January plans. Do you think we're going to be playing Pandaria in World of Warcraft? I think we should. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards, too. So just I'm bringing that up in tangent to the whole Steam sale thing. If you're thinking that maybe you want to join us and you are but don't have Pandaria, keep an eye out for Steam sales of Pandaria. Oh, yeah. Might be helpful. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I definitely want to check that out because they're just first-person shooters. They're so monotonous, and there's not a lot of creativity when it comes to first-person perspective games. Yeah. It's like there's always a gun, and it's kind of cool to have a concept of doing something slightly different like Mirror's Edge was with its parkour uh, yeah. wall-running type stuff that was first-person, and this chivalry thing sounds really cool, too, because it's like swords. Yeah, and they really worked out the swords well, so like... With the sword, you can click your mouse button as you would expect, and that'll do like kind of a like a, uh, I guess a horizontal type swing. But then if you scroll, if you do a quick scroll of your mouse button up, that does like an overhead swing. And then if you do a like a down uh, pull of your mouse wheel, that'll do a, like a jab. Oh, that's cool. And then um, you can right click. I think you right click to uh, block, and um, and so that adds a lot right there. You know. It's it's just really well done. I, I really like it. But thanks again, Scott, for letting us know about it. Yeah, that was really cool. Always great to hear from Agamemnon and Military Scott. And anybody else out there, if you are interested in sharing some comments of your recent games that you recommend, or, again, if you have any comments about our January plans, send them in. To mail. M-A-I-L. <laughs> I think I just ate my tongue accidentally. <laughs> Let's talk about what we've been playing then. Oh yeah. Well, I'm ready to start out for once. I don't All have right. to I don't have to be reluctantly prodded onto the stage. <laughs> um so so what I did was the Steam sale just got me in between that and a friend at work um Dan um sending out these emails saying you got to check this out, you got to check that out. So I got uh Chivalry um on sale. I also got um I got a whole bunch of other games including like Dead Island I finally bought the Walking Dead game. Um, Sweet. I got Intrusion 2, which is... I was showing Noah um, some gameplay footage of that earlier. That was one of Dan's recommendations. It's like this cool like 16-bit looking um, throwback retro game, but with a realistic physics engine to the point where if you run, if you push a, a little snowball around, it becomes a giant snowball. Um, it's just really awesome. It's hard to describe. Just look it up, Intrusion 2. And they've been having it on sale at... Um, with Steam for like $5. I think it's up to $9 right now, but um, really good. I got Cortex Command, I think it's called, which is like a, uh, it's another kind of throwback game. It's weird. It's like you have a human brain that's in a jar that you can use to control these like crash test dummies, and then you can eventually take over like these more advanced robots and stuff to do your bidding. Um, it's, it's pretty different. And the way you move around, your consciousness around, it kind of reminds me of like Lost Vikings where you have to you know, kind of work with different, work in different locations of a, of a uh, platformer at different times. Um, and then, of course, League of Legends, I've been playing quite a bit of that. 
And I've been on a really good winning streak. I think I've had like one loss in my last eight games or something like that. So nice. it means my ELO is now unrealistically high, and I will be surely crushed the next time I play. <laughs> I definitely had that experience before. Yeah, it's like you just feel like such a you feel like a god among men, and then the next time you play, you're like, "Can I please? Can I please be allowed to live in my own base, please?" Who have you been playing as? Um, a lot. I've been playing a lot of different characters. Um, or champions. I've been trying to re, kind of re, uh, trying to see if I could get into Tristana again, which is the one I started with, and I played her a little bit. I've played, m most of my wins have been with Sona, um, of course, and I played some of the, um, the actual real version of the game, the one that requires skill, as some say, <laughs> the, <laughs> sum the Summoner's Rift or whatever. Um, I, I love those guys. I played some of that, too. It's just, God, those games are so long. Yeah. Um, but, um, but that was pretty fun. And I pay, be, I've been playing as um, headmistress Fiona, or Fio, what is her Fiora? name? Fiora. Fiora, yeah. Um, that's that's pretty been pretty awesome. much it. Just kind of going well, between Well, I was curious if, if you were having success with a particular character, or if you were just having all-around success with whoever you played yeah, with. Yeah, I've been having just crazy success with whoever I've been playing with. That's really and, cool. And so I've been, yeah, I've been really enjoying it. I really want to get the new one, that ninja guy. Um, who's, what is his name? Like, a uh, Zed? Zed, he yeah. He looks really cool. The new the new mermaid support character oh, is really cool. Oh, I really too. want to play that one, too. She looks awesome. Yeah, I was watching Of course, I was excited the... about the plant girl. I never got her. I was excited about the plant girl. I was sure until one of the games I recently played that she was just useless, and somebody on my team was playing her and was just destroying everybody. Nice. I don't know. I tried to look at her build, but it was just such a frantic game. Um, she was like the only one really dominating on our team and we barely won it was like one of those four to four to zero wins in Do dominion you know nice but yeah I, I never thought that champion could hold up and she was just dominating so that's, that's cool. pretty much it for me um a little bit of like i said i've been playing dead island i tried out the walking dead um game and really liked it oh i'm so glad you finally played that yeah they had that whole the whole season for like five dollars or something oh my god on that you sale so lucky. yeah so i just bought it and got those they call it the season pass bundle or something yeah yeah and um so i, I did that oh that's so great i hope you play more of it it is such a good story I oh think. yeah i'm pretty much hooked um so there's yeah. something that i don't see on your list that i wanted to ask you about because i see a 360 controller next to you on a chair but I don't see Mass Effect listed in your games place. No. <laughs> have you gotten it yet? I have not purchased it yet. Okay. Um, I intend to. I know that, that that's a much different kind of purchase than a two bucks team game. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really is. Um, I actually was I, I was at a store and they had it, but I was I don't remember what was going on, but I just needed to get going, so I didn't grab it and buy it. <laughs> the saga continues. <laughs> yeah, it's like I will play it and I will enjoy it, but I um. No, this was, um, I have a, a Wire 360 controller. I've been trying to set up, um, MAME and some other, MAME's the multiple arcade, um, emulator, and, um, I've been trying to set that up in an Amiga emulator and a SNES emulator all on my, um, home entertainment system, and I was using the controller, but I find that whenever I'm trying to do anything on that, 
my two children and my wife tend to like hover around me while I'm trying to do anything on that system and it drives me up the wall so I try to test it all out on my gaming computer and then once I've learned how to configure it all I take the configuration up to that one so because like all I kept hearing was wanna play Pac-Man now and I'm like I'm trying I'm trying and then I finally got the Pac-Man going uh, game going for my son who's six and he says, I like the new Pac-Man a lot better. Can we play that instead? And by new, he means that one. That <laughs> the championship like the, edition? Yeah, the rave music that where time oh, yeah. slows down when the ghosts are about to get you and oh, stuff. Oh, so awesome. And I'm like, oh, I totally did that backwards. He started out with like the, you know, the coolest version of Pac-Man ever. And now I'm trying to get him to, you know, buy into... The, the classic original. The classic original. And then I was like, well, maybe Miss Pac-Man will do it for him. No, he didn't yeah. like that at all. He's like, where's the rave music? Where's the slowdown? Yeah, he's like, I need the drop. I need to hear the drop, Dad. I need the drop. So, yeah, <laughs> it just didn't work out. What have you been up to, Noah? I, unfortunately, haven't played very much in the last couple of weeks because I was like, well, I can... Cons- I can c- combine two weeks worth of gameplay because we didn't record last week well unfortunately i just haven't played very much because i've uh had a lot going on with extracurricular activities i have done a couple sessions of changeling in the in a row which is awesome i totally love the game it's a lot of fun i the dm did something really cool in our last session just on the fly we okay so there's three characters in our game and one girl the the girl is she's playing a, a character that was that's like five years old, oh, but wow. she's like totally psychotic sociopath. Um, and in the in the game world now, after we've been kidnapped by the fairies and we've gotten out of that Arcadia where we were being tortured, she will actually like take people off the street and then like dissect them and torture them to death. Oh my god! So she's really evil, but she's also our healer. Believe it or not. <laughs> well, she's learning from her anatomy study. Exactly. So there is this point where we were going to pick up our car that had been at a mechanic's and we went to go pick it up the next day and the mechanic had been murdered. He'd been slammed within under the hood of the car Oh. and he'd been crushed in that way. Somebody had just slam- sandwiched him in between the hood of the car and the engine. And so the guy who's supposed to be the thug of the group, which is not me, he's like, we've got to call the cops. We've got to do something. You know, he, <laughs> he's, he's much more empathetic than I think his character. Yeah, I think their roles are, like, he and the healer should be switched, maybe. Yeah, well, and so we called up the cops, and he started telling her. He's like, you need to look, sound like you're sympathetic <laughs> or worried about this, or else they're going to suspect that we're the people that did this. And so he's, like, telling her, he's like, you need to say something like, poor guy. He's a poor guy. And she's like, poor guy. He's like, no, you need to say it like you mean it. Like, poor guy. And she's like, poor guy. Well, anyways, fast forward a couple hours, and we're at this cemetery that no humans can go into, only supernatural people. And for some reason, there, there was some grave that we needed to make an offering to. And so the our, our thug bouncer dude, of course, is taking the lead. And like, we need to do this. We need to do it right. We need to make a special offering. And my character is the politician, chatty, humorous dude. And I'm like, whatever. And so I say to the girl, I'm like, say, we're like at this person's grave. I'm like, say, poor guy. <laughs> I'm like, say it. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> well, our bouncer dude's like, okay, we're making this formal offering to you. And we're going to be, we want to get your blessing or whatever. And so I'm like over on the side saying, say, poor guy. And the DM's like, did you really say that? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and so 
what happens is we make the offering and like there's this blinding flash and there's this statue of an angel on top of the grave whose expression has changed from like peaceful to like super hatred angry oh gosh <laughs> and that's creepy everything's gone dark for my character I can't see anything and what <laughs> had happened was the the DM did a roll and I ended up getting blinded via voodoo curse oh no and the way that I was blinded was really creepy and that my eyes were covered with white scales. Ugh. So not my eyes, my actual eyeballs Ugh. are just covered in scales. And so I'm currently blind. I'm not sure where I'm going to get my eyesight back. That is but disgusting. I thought it was so awesome that the DM just invented that on the fly. I'm like, were you planning that? And he's like, no, I didn't. I just did it. Oh, so I was like really impressed. And then we went, I went with surgery girl. <laughs> she tried to pull she Frank pulled the scale Jr. off of uh-huh. my eye and one just grew, grew right back in Ugh. so we're trying to figure out how to break the curse and make the, we went back and tried to make a positive offering but uh, we were making a voodoo offering to a catholic what turned out to be a catholic grave oh. did not help but no. uh, we'll see maybe I'll let you guys know uh, what how I actually recovered my sight I'm hoping that I do Otherwise, I was going to nightclubs doing all sorts of other crazy shit, but super fun game. That does sound really cool. And we, we've spent like six hours, so that's why I had that much to say about it. Otherwise, video game-wise, I might have played a game or two of League of Legends. I don't really remember. And I did play the last episode of Walking Dead that just released mm-hmm. right over Thanksgiving. Did you enjoy it? It's really good. Yeah, it was, it was a good ending, and it was emotional, and it ended kind of the way that I expected it to. But it was satisfying. Oh, that's regardless cool. of me not feeling too surprised, and it, it was well done. It's it's actually the shortest I think out of all the episodes. Oh wow! And I would say that probably my favorite episode is the second one. The second one's really really good, um, and I would say there's some really good moments throughout all of it. But the second one was just like awesome. Overall, though, the whole the game as whole really fantastic. Great story. Makes me just love The Walking Dead. And, have you uh, have you been watching the TV series at all? I haven't. Mm-hmm. I was going to watch some when I was uh, visiting my parents for Thanksgiving, and they had every episode except the first episode oh, wow. of season two recorded. And I'm like, crap! Yeah. So I'm going to try to catch up. I don't have cable, so if I watch something like that, it has to be at somebody else's house or on the side or something like that. Oh, that's cool. But I've got the game, and I'm really excited that there's going to be a whole another season of walking dead the video game from telltale because they did such a kick-ass game with this first week, so. yeah that sounds awesome i'm gonna i'm gonna try and get into that probably before the mass effect 3 trilogy <laughs> that's a good idea Our well mass and just effect for reference trilogy. i think like each episode's two to three hours oh that's not depending big on if, if you take your time like maybe three hours so maybe 10 10 hours total for the whole game the first one was however far along i am the first one it was pretty creepy i have to give him yeah, it's well then for an adventure game to have that much heart to it and such yeah. great story, such great voice acting, and there's not a lot of gameplay to it so much, even from an adventure game perspective. But right. uh, it's still you just want to keep going because the story's so well done. Yeah, pretty darn cool. So yeah, that's my those are my gameplay stories for you. Cool. Well, yeah. Thanks for uh, thanks for sharing, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. We're not going to drag this out with not any gonna... random discussions random. since we talk so much about our January plans. Yeah, and our we don't want to we don't want to talk about League of Legends right now. Whatever we do, <laughs> since we already did, not for talk about. about... <laughs> <laughs> but we hope you're all excited about where we're going with the show, and just. 
prepare yourselves for that and we'll still be here we're not gonna like go radio silent for nope. the rest of December we'll still be here on a weekly basis so if you want to if you have anything that you want to share or any comments you can leave them on the website you can tweet me at this is Noah or you can email us at mail email at channelmassive.com <laughs> thank you very much for listening to this episode 225 of Channel Massive and we'll be back